This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Today is the sixth day of Hanukkah and also Christmas Eve. Error. Error. I don't know which holiday to celebrate and it's making my interface malfunction. I know, I'll just turn on my flag day setting. A little bit serious up in this bitch, should fix me. Ah, yeah. There it is. Our IP live cast starts. Now. Mmm, yeah, ooh. It's weird hearing uh, Shannon have these kind of emotional voices. I have a fly. My body can handle it. I have a fix for her. I, don't, I guess she didn't hear about that patch, but there's an interfaith interface that she could have <laughs> picked up. I guess she didn't get it. We'll have to upgrade for next year. Happy sixth day of Hanukkah. Happy Christmas Eve. Merry you know, it's, a, it's a, you know, Jews are typically like people that get fatigued easily. So it's. Once you get to the sixth day, it's like, all right, you know what? It's great, great holiday. Enough already. Yeah. This is this Let's is the it. point where this is the point when they were uh, in the in that cave or whatever with the with the wax. Like the wax is still going. What's going on here? I just no. killed me already. I want to die. Reminds me. Die. Reminds me of a story that my aunt told. My aunt. My, I have several. I have two aunts that lived to over a hundred. And one that uh, they're they're both sisters, and one that uh, another sister that lived to ninety seven. But damn. the one that lived to hunt, she lived to one hundred and four. This one, her name is Sadie, wonderful woman. When she was in her nineties, she was still like very lucid, and she told me a story because she worked for New York State, like the government, she worked for the welfare office for years, you know. And she retired at like sixty five, so they sent her a pension check every every month or whatever for 40 years so she's she's 90 at this point telling me the story and she goes now every time they send me a check i look in the in the thing a check and a little a little note that says no <laughs> new is a way of saying well in yiddish like you're gonna die yet or what what's going on <laughs> bless her Very heart cute. she's a wonderful woman she got like i guess she i mean understandable after 100 but she started like it, uh, it's she her lucidity lasted till well into her hundreds, uh, and then like the last couple of years, she was just didn't know anybody. But I mean, that's just remarkable to me. Yeah, I hope I have that gene. Seriously, what show is this? I like. Hmm? What? Huh? What show are we, Rob? Introduce the show. We are RIP Livecast. Oh, sorry, was my story too uh, no. long? There? <laughs> no, but it just. At some point, we do have to introduce ourselves. Right. Do we? I guess. It's RIP Livecast. It's Rob here with Sid and Darren. You can, of course, follow us on social media at RIP Livecast. And we appreciate all your support. If you want to throw in a few extra bucks for us, we love that, too. Patreon.com slash RIP Livecast makes a great Christmas gift for a loved one if you want to separate with them. <laughs> and then you get to keep the Patreon subscription. Uh, it's Why? Nice. I don't know. Uh, we get two bonus episodes <laughs> a month for you. So uh, it, it's a lot of fun. And if you want to throw us a few extra bones, we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. So stick around for those. I might. <laughs> you, 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 have around. you have to. You have to. Sorry. I had a nap calling my name after this. I don't know how long I'll hold out. What'd you do last night? That you're so tired. <laughs> Nothing. I'm just always looking for a nap. <laughs> no. Hanukkah, t- <laughs> Hanukkah tiring you out? Yeah, too many, too many golden chocolates. Ah, 
I'm crashing. I like how you uh, goyed that up a little bit for people. Listen, the gelt. Want me to say gelt? <laughs> the Hanukkah gelt. Let's be uh, let's be culturally accurate. Here. Yeah. For three hundred and fifty-eight days of the year, it's Hanukkah gilt. Yes. And then for eight days, it's gelt. It's All a little right. reprieve. Gelt is Hanukkah chocolates. Just if that was clear earlier, I just want to make that clear to our Thank you. Goyim listener. Uh, and uh, yeah, our I Goyim, always like our Goyim listener. There's only one. <laughs> hey, Sean. Well, <laughs> he doesn't listen. Oh. Damn it. Um, that's that. That was one of the the uh, the kind of training techniques at Sirius that have been branded into my head is that you're only talking to one person. Only one person is listening. So uh, well, Sean uh, doesn't ouch. even listen when he's here talking to us. <laughs> no, I I, I, <laughs> I mean, with the, our fans, the live casters, they're not listening in group settings typically. Right. It's typically in a solo setting, yes. so you're just talking to the one person. Fair, yeah. That's that's the idea. Uh, and we love all of our live cast arts, both religious and secular. <laughs> secular sturds. Are you okay? Okay. Having no. my own brain malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I always liked as a kid when Hanukkah and Christmas uh, crossed over. I feel like uh, the Jews really need to work on their branding and just make sure. Make it like this all the time. It should just be like... You know, and the 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 even if like if the eighth day synced with Christmas Day, boom, that's like huge. That's huge. Why? That's like a lunar eclipse, but for for but for Jesus. But why? I don't Wouldn't know. you rather not have it sync up so you on Christmas Day you could go and do stuff while all the goyim are at home instead of having to do have your own. What am I doing on the eighth day of Hanukkah? I don't know. I'm not doing anything on any of these days, so yeah. I don't know what any of it matters. That's fair. I'm just sitting here by myself. Very sad. <laughs> I mean, we're all Jews. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it is kind of like I. it is. Have you guys ever do, had a Christmas tree? I'm sure we've talked about yes. it before. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Every like, year. I feel like I, I've missed out on this whole this whole portion of Americana. So what was your mother's, like, uh, philosophy that she was, like, was she adamant about it? We cannot have a Christmas that's betraying our culture or whatever. No, it it wasn't ever announced, but I I never really asked for it. I don't know. Did you want one? No. Okay. I I just want the gifts. I mean, I guess I still did get, like, a gift, but it wasn't, it was a, a, a tier two gift. I want to be clear. Well, that might just be a reflection of your parents' gifting abilities and not anything holiday-related. It was a tier two gift because Rob had tears in both eyes when he saw the (laughs) gift. Two tears in a book. I'd have to have two tears before they they would have had any gifts. Uh, (laughs) No, since my birthday is... I think it's also just a financial thing. My birthday would be in September, you know, so uh, every year my birthday is in September, believe it or not, folks. It's not (laughs) that uh, close to Christmas. Yeah, serious. It's four... It's, it's, a, it's the previous quarter. It's the previous quarter. It's almost yeah. four months. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, well, Hanukkah can sometimes be in late November. It can also be in We're January. Uh, you're right. And that's a, that's it, an issue for me, by the way. My birthday is in uh, in a week, on uh, next Sunday. 
So I, I oh, have we a, got. I see why you're so uptight about it. I've been. Your birthday's I was, a week wait, hold on, Jose. I'm uptight. First of all, <laughs> you're you're giving me crap that my birthday is far enough away from I was Hanukkah that I can't you. Just, I'm with, I'm with Darren. Pussy I was defending you, and you're. You know what? I don't appreciate this. But also, like, what does it matter how close or not it is? It's the same amount of gifts per right. year either way. Well, like, well the point I'm making is like. Way. Yeah, no, because it's like they would spend all this money on, for example, a gaming console, okay. like a Genesis. And then so then like the Hanukkah gift would be a video game. But to be clear, not a new video game, like one of the video games in the clearance, like $20, like year old video games that are in the $20 bin kind of thing. I got to tell you, as someone who's born on uh, January 1st, you get a lot of combining. There's a lot. Yeah, of, I'm sure it was even worse for you. Yeah. I've gotten I, uh, like people will do feel a little conscious of it sometimes, and they'll buy like a one and a half presents. But it's still not. So two. What's an example of a one, a one and a half gift? I, I can't think of one like right off the top of my head. But like you know, some people will say hey, like, oh, you, maybe they'll take you out to a really nice restaurant. But that's it. You know, then you don't get a Christmas present. Like, and they you know. expect you to leave the tip. Yes, and they expect you. <laughs> To buy them both a Christmas present and a birthday present. Yeah, that's when... bullshit. Yeah, which I don't mind, oh. by the way. I'm happy to do that. I just feel like there's no. It's just a like a a, a calendar like a, a coincidence that my those two things are close mm -hmm. together. I don't think you should be bailed out of buying me two legit legitimate presents. Mm -hmm. I agree. Do you give people shit when this happens? You should just never, at this point I, shame them. I just feel like that would be all so about unfair. right now. Yeah, I, name I've, names. I've whittled down. I've whittled down my acquaintances to two groups: the people that I'm, that are, that are will get me two presents, and people that I'm close enough with where we have an understanding that we don't have to buy each other presents all the time. Hmm. That's my favorite group of people. The, <laughs> yes. the, I tell everyone the best gift you could give me is not getting me a gift, and then I don't have to feel obligated to get you one. Yeah, I prefer that level of stasis. And I like to give gifts. I like to do it spontaneously. I don't need a. I don't need an enforced like gift uh, window. You know. Agreed. Fair. Though I myself don't like to give gifts in any context. Just so leave me alone. Like that. I don't. As, as a child, would your mother get you two gifts? My mother was very good about this. My mother was showered me with gifts. She would buy me things even when I was not, you know, not even near my in the summer. You know, so I have to give her credit for that. She was amazing in that regard. I pretty much got, I mean, my mother wasn't rich or anything, but she, I was not wanting for toys and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, Groban uh, says, Merry Hanukkah, fellas. Great to hear from you, Groban. Oh, wow. Hey, He's Groban. in the chat. That's, that's yeah, awesome. I, and uh, Dusty Wears Muffler asked, Rob, did you have a Nintendo? I did. I was very fortunate to have a Nintendo. I got it, like, I didn't get it right away, but I feel like, you know, like the next year, once the price dropped a little, I got Same. it. I might have got it. Uh, but I did have it, and I was very fortunate. Uh, like I said, my household was one that did not buy games on day one. We bought it on, like, day 700 when the <laughs> games were, like, $10 each. So I did end up having a lot of games. I was just very behind the yeah. marketing cycles on them, so, which is still really, I mean, most people don't even have a Nintendo. So I, I think I had an intent. What were you gonna say, Darren? Go ahead. I sort of think I got a Nintendo. I think I got an NES on day one that it came out. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. not sure, but well, a few of the other ones, maybe not day one, but I got them pretty early on. I got a Commodore 64 when they were like brand new, like spanking new computers. 
I never had one of those. I think my elementary school did, but it, wait, that was also your elementary school. So yeah, no, no. I think we established that we went to different elementary. No, schools. you didn't go to one ninety seven. I did not. Oh, never mind. Maybe to, it was uh, Noah that went there. All right, my bad. Okay. Rob, get Noah on the line and ask her if she did Commodore sixty four. No, all right, never mind. Okay, I love that thing, man. It's so dated now. Like, if you do look at like Let's Play videos of Commodore sixty four games, they look like shit. In my mind, they look great. It was like the best supercomputer possible. But it had like 64k of memory. That's yeah. so hilarious. That's what that's what the 64 was. I think uh the one at my school had like Frogger on it, maybe. Oh, we played yeah. Frogger. That's mm-hmm. all I remember. Classic. They would always convert the like like classic arcade, well, current ar- then arcade games. Yeah. And they always look nothing like the, the actual game. Because those standalone cabinets, like those coin-op cabinets, had so much more memory than mm-hmm. a Commodore 64 had, so they had to really squeeze things in, you know? Yeah. It, it was good enough for a six-year-old. Sure. I was impressed. It is pretty wild now seeing, you know, uh, friends of mine who now are pushing 40 or in their 40s and have kids of their own mm-hmm. uh, showing them Nintendo and how, like, you know, it's it, the games are so good that I feel like the the shitty graphics aren't necessarily a restraint. Mm-hmm. It, there was an art to it in a way where it still like translates to today's youth, Great. even and with the greater graphic ability. Some of them aren't even that shitty. I mean, they're like they a lot of the times they would work within the parameters of what the system was, you know, and made it made it look good. So it wasn't even like object. Some of those games are like objectively not shitty looking. It's simple, like what? Like, like, like I think like Mario my, is beautiful. Too. Yeah, I, beautiful game. Just the color schemes and the the way that the layout of the screen informs the user on how to use the 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 game. Like you start all the way on the left side of the screen, and then your first attacker is coming from the right, kind of indicating to you that you have to go that way. You know. Yes, and Super Mario Brothers also I feel could come out today if it had never come out. It could debut today as a phone app. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no 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 difference in quality. Like it looks fine. It's yeah. Uh, they did a uh, update for the Wii U. They did like a new. It's basically the same gameplay, but with like slightly upgraded graphics. But it's still a side scroller, mm-hmm. and it was so fun. It's still just as fun as it was 30 years ago. You should get a Rob uh, Let's Play speed run of Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> warpless, hundred percent. Maybe uh, I'm I'm very not good at it, especially if I smoke. Well, we saw also you the play... thing with the ROMs. With the ROMs, it's always the, the the problem. Also, is like the response time is a little off, so it takes mm-hmm. a little bit to get get a hang of like you know when you're supposed to press jump mm-hmm. properly. Well, didn't you play a game on who who was it that had a like some celebrity had a, a was it Snoop Dogg or somebody had some game that they slapped their name on and we you played it on the no air. It, was, it was bangs oh it's bangs why did i say snoop, snoop dog, dog. Oh, wow <laughs> it's a great famous than snoop dog yeah <laughs> and we have video of rob playing that game and it was horrible <laughs> yeah i'm not not a, not rob's I'm, playing yeah, of not it, rob's the, fault that it was horrible yeah. oh, okay good but I'm usually the guy watching the people do the gameplay, not not the one doing the gameplay. Just whacking off in the corner while your friend plays Zelda 2? Yeah. Zelda, there's another great... Well, Zelda 2 kind of looks like shit, but the first Zelda 
I thought Zelda 2 was sort of aspiring to way better graphics, but I, it was weird because he was tall and it's like, yeah. what is, this doesn't seem right. That was what I was getting at is that they tried to do too much with yeah. it and, it and it wound up looking like shit. Whereas Zelda, they like Mario, they just kept it simple and it works. And the music, people still love that. The score for the first Zelda. Mm-hmm. Still in my head. I, st- I just still have that song from last week in my head, Darren. The little brother song. Oh my God! Oh, week. Hey, like little you brother, you had to put it on the playlist because it was stuck in your head. And this week, that's been I. I almost thought about <laughs> it would be my playlist pick this week, and we just keep passing it on and on every week. But no. That'd be amazing. Just put it on every week. We'll pick three songs and no one Thomas, <laughs> your little brother. It's the new my neck, my back. <laughs> you know why I think I didn't Snoop Dogg have a game or something, and maybe that's why that I switched those around. Does Snoop Dogg? I wouldn't have be some surprised. Kind of I'm sure he would. Like branded game or something. I'm not Nothing sure. that I can think of. <laughs> but bless his heart. <laughs> I like that he's just become the commercial stand-in for pot. You know, I mean, like <laughs> it's been like this for a while, but now I feel even more, even more in a mainstream context. In what way? I haven't because this um, has not. You, this has not pierced my entertainment bubble. So maybe you, you're more into pot. Uh, oh well. The thing that immediately uh, comes to mind is Bic uh, has these new lighters called the Easy Reach Lighter. Here, let me share my screen. And uh, so the whole gimmick is it's Snoop and Martha Stewart are the spokespeople. And like they, I understand they, they're like, the joke is, you know, oh, we're so. Uh, that was the joke like 15 years ago. We're still telling right, that right, joke. Right, right, right. Well, for this advertisement, like the whole gimmick is like Martha Stewart is up front and it's like, uh, here we go. Perfect for candles and more. Oh God. And and then it's Snoop Dogg. So you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And more is this. And like, there's like a whole perfect for holiday parties and after parties. <laughs> They're not even in the same. That's Photoshop, right? They're not actually yeah. next to each other in that picture. And then there's even video. Ads. And Martha, pass me that big, easy reach lighter in that bowl. Bowl of strawberries. Thanks. This is perfect for hard to reach places. And it helps keep your fingers away from the flame. Whoa. Do I smell? That's right. Fondue time. See, it's you think it's big, weird. easy reach. The ultimate lighter, perfect for candles, grills, I get it. and so much more. Just say weed. It's, it's fucking weed. legal. It's weed. Just Meanwhile, have you seen the uh, the commercial Willie Nelson is doing lately? No. Oh, the, ag- the actual. I've just put it in the private chat if you want to play it. It, it warms my heart that he's in this commercial, but it's also very sad. I think. Really? Why does he look shitty or like? What's no, no, this? no. Just what what it's Hi, for. I'm- Oh, 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 is no. this NFTs? No, 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 no. Let's, I'd like to thank my friend Willie Nelson for, Willie for joining me in this venture. <laughs> Hi, I'm Willie Nelson. I fought for the legalization of the one thing that can bring comfort to millions, Skechers. You see, Skechers shouldn't God. be illegal. They uh, have so many. Willie, I don't think Skechers are illegal anywhere. But to feel so good, I just assume the man made them illegal. No. 
not even a little illegal. What is with Willie's torso? It looks like he's wearing like <laughs> fake boobs or something. Oh, Rob, you're a Rob, I bet Willie could say the same thing about you, Rob. Fucking check yourself, buddy. <laughs> he's wearing the, the Robba breastplate that's available there, in, our, uh, in yeah, our shop right now. I was asking for it. <laughs> you know, like you can wear them to a concert, but not to a kid's soccer game. You can wear Skechers anywhere. Well, pass the Skechers. Skechers. Legalized. <laughs> oh, man. It's the whole joke. Like, the joke is now weed. This is unbelievable. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I'm okay with this ad ad campaign because I fully support Skechers. They are, I, 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 I wear the product proudly and comfortably. They're the most comfortable sneakers. They make shoes that fit my fucking giant ass <laughs> big foot. Show uh, us your foot right now. Prove it. Prove no, you gotta pay for that shit. Show feet. Come on. I am 13. Oh. I am 13 EE double oh. wide. Nike don't make no double wides, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you put that in your grinder profile? Like a uh, shoe size, like a, a field to enter? It is no? not. No, Rob, you don't be, have right? uh, much bigger feet than I do, honestly. I'm a, like a 12 and triple wide. Oh, my feet, I can I, do a triple wide as well. It I depends double, on, the, on the brand. I did double wides for years because I thought those were the highest it would go. And I didn't really mm-hmm. research it too much. And my feet were miserable. Once I got triple wides, like comfort in heaven. Yeah, I, I tried on a, f- a pair of five wide and it was so good. But the downside is you have no ankle support because it's so wide, you know. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish you could go to like a store. Like I wish there was like a Nike flagship. Now that I'm over the whole Nike, you know, for hobbits, shops thing. Yeah, like where you go and they just make a custom shoe for you, and you pay the the absurd price that they charge, but it's it fits your foot. But no, I, I can't. Good. I can't relate. Sorry. What's your? What's shoe your? Size? Oh. I'm nine and a half. Normal width. Jerk. You're, an, you're a normie. You have a little uh, baby foot. Wrong with that. I have a delicate feminine step. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> little baby. Little baby. Said yeah. little baby. And if you're wondering, yes, everywhere. Oh, no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that. You've alluded to your uh, average sized penis on the air. Before. I'll show it if Rob shows his foot. <laughs> no, no Ross, too that much shame fair. for Rob. <laughs> well, speaking of a d- delicate feminine touch, <laughs> a uh, Fort Lauderdale uh, City Council meeting uh, had gotten a uh, grant. the The city got a grant for a million dollars for waste management. Grant, not a good president. <laughs> not better than Lincoln. Not better going. than Washington. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they and they needed a. Uh, they were holding a community meeting to decide to to confirm how to spend the million dollars for waste management. And then these lovely people just showed up and uh, and had a suggestion. Oh. Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg. You signed up to speak. Would you care to speak? Come on up. These poor, like, I don't want to say these poor city council (laughs) members, but they they have to sit there and listen to this. Every, like, crazy. It's literally their job, (laughs) though. That's what they signed up for. 
So, so for our audio listeners, three uh, dominatrixes just passed by. Three women in, or, or three women presenting people uh, in uh, a very tight latex gear, including masks uh, and, and shades walk by. Right. Dominatrices. Good evening. <clears throat> oh, I cleared the throat. Good evening, council peoples. You may call me mistress. Mistress uh, looks like, uh, is it Data from Star Trek? <laughs> I guess. No, the, no you mean Jordy LaForge, I think. Jordy LaForge, yes. The visor, right? I yes, see more like Daft Punk. Daft like, Punk are the two people in the back, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like like uh, gender swap Daft Punk. And the up front is Nile Rodgers. <laughs> I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million to hide your secrets down the drain. Mm. Hiding that condom I know you used to cheat on your spouse with. Oh. So, I propose that... You use a quarter of that mill to support doms and subs in Broward County. To <laughs> Created for us by us. Don't support the, the taxpayers and voting citizens. Worms. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you. I'm so distracted. From doing your duty to take my demand. Duty. I That's look forward to this, spanking each and every single one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh my god. And happy holidays to you. Oh. <laughs> Anyone else wish to speak? <laughs> and they walk off. There being none. And walk. Bum, bum, bum. Are there any bum, districts bum, that bum, have a dungeon? Not that I know of. Okay, I just wanted to check. Thanks. I was going to say, is, is someone no. going to do a one-liner here, like to just acknowledge the absurdity that just happened? Or, <laughs> well, what did he just no, say? No, he asked please. if anybody had a dungeon. Yeah, if any other districts had a dungeon. Yeah. Anyone <laughs> other district? I bet they do. The new and happy holidays to you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else wish to speak? There being none. Uh, City manager, are there any districts that have a dungeon? <laughs> Not that I know of. Okay, I just wanted to check. Thank you. There was one at the center. What? He knows. Uh, no, no, please. I, I know there were a couple you. of proposed clubs of a variety of natures from a couple of years ago. I thought they were mostly in District Two, though. Mostly, we have a lot of things going on in District Two. Oh, um, but now I don't think we have any dungeons. But um, well, there you go. Well, how would you okay. know? Do I hear a motion to approve <clears throat> uh, CP three? Chris Paul? What does Chris Paul have to do with this? CP3. I didn't know he was into that kind of sharing. Hey, listen. <laughs> it's hard on the road. I'm curious about District 2. He seems to think that that's where this kind of stuff belongs. Like, oh, what other kind of fun stuff they got going on in District 2? Let's go. Oh, got... Live cast field trip to District 2 in Florida? You got some J2. We'll go see some District <laughs> 2. Maybe that's where the people who ran J2 moved. I still think it's the same. Oh, the other uh, people who owned it. You mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. 
because it's definitely the same staff and all that. Yeah. Same food. Wonderful. <laughs> Every time I go eat there, I'm like, it's going to be different now. Like, this is just the transitional period's over, and it's going to be and some no, regular still, still slaps? Still the same old J2 from my childhood. Are you going to get some? You're... you're uh... Name right now says all I want for Christmas is J two. Are you gonna? Well, that was more of a joke. I just had J two yesterday. Okay, so close enough. I've been thinking about having some pizza today. I I don't. I feel uh, a little guilty to do any sort of uh, takeout situation. Make make any sort of driver. So cold. Tip them uh, handsomely. That's all. Reward them for their work. You know what okay. I do around this time of year? <laughs> I, I rarely. I mean, do. I would do that. Yeah, if I, if I were to do it, yes, I would absolutely tip up. But I'd rather just go out and and you forage my own food. Yeah, well, you're still someplace within a couple blocks. Yeah, exactly. But Rob, so you're just still go myself. you're still supporting the ecosystem that has them outside working in the in the restaurant, right? Like you, you're just not doing making them do the extra drive. But they're going to do it for someone else if you don't. Yeah, you're just denying them the tip. That's a good point. Exactly. I, I'm I'm being a selfish Jew and uh, uh, saving this delivery person from an extra trip. I rarely get delivery anymore. Like it's huh. yeah, it's I, just I, so I like it's, picking out advice. I, I like leaving the house. I, I stay home all day. Well, that's part of it. But the other thing is that, you know, a lot of these restaurants have stopped doing their own native like um, service of delivery on their like self self starting mm-hmm. deliveries. And they farm it out to like DoorDash or whatever. Yeah. And it's so fucking exorbitant to, if you're like one or two people to get DoorDash. It's just, or whatever. So I'm not picking on DoorDash, but it's just ridiculous. It's like you have to have like five or six people before it's like cost effective anymore. You got to find the apps or the restaurants that don't charge the delivery fee. Like, you could whoa, they usually. All, I don't know. I haven't had a good experience. I don't use yeah, DoorDash. I, I, I use, yeah, I don't. I, I use DoorDash occasionally because there's certain fancier restaurants that are only on there, and the credit. Uh, but uh, I am fortunate. The credit card that I use has some sort of perk where I get like their premium Dash Pass for free, so I don't pay delivery fees. Oh, so how do I get on the, that? Send me the info. You Is there a, a refer a friend thing? You get a little yeah. bargain. Is it like you got a black card that none of us normies can have because you're a millionaire or like what? No, it's it's like a Chase preferred card. It's part of his NotFest contract. It's not <laughs> at all. I've had it on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, they deliver. I found now what they do, what these stores do, is they just uh, bake the service fees into the price of the item. Like the price of the items on the on the on the apps is slightly more expensive than if I were just to go to the store and get it. Okay, but it's like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Everyone's got to make. You're paying for the convenience you of, want not, that food? of not calling them, not yeah. having to call them, and having it come to your door. So, yeah. yeah, I get it, I get it. But as a consumer, it's getting a little crazy, a little crazy. I love that this show now is just us talking about comfortable shoes and food delivery surcharges. I hope our audience has grown with us so that they could relate to these it's hot like button issues. We're a bunch of old people at the park at the one of the chess tables just complaining. I don't know. I have to. I have to say. I think we would have. We were kind of old Jews fifteen years ago. That's too. also true. We would have talked about this <laughs> if it existed. 
Uh, no, I, the reason I say that is just like, I'm just, I feel so bad for seeing these delivery guys on their bikes going up and down the avenue uh, next to me all day that I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be the reason for this. That's kind of my, my guilt. Well, my counterpoint to that would be be the reason for it and give them a really nice tip because yeah. they probably get shitty tips all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, if I were to do the delivery, I, I absolutely always. Uh, I, don't, I don't question that. I'm just saying don't remove yourself from the ecosystem. If you really want the food, I'm sure they'll be happy to deliver it for you. I just give them some like in, in a situation. Well, I guess like, this, like, like to the to the point, like I get what you're saying. But like, I guess my counter to that is I don't want my delivery to be the one where this person slips and, and, and gets into a giant accident okay. because then and your like, pizza will be fucked up. <laughs> well, also beyond my food not arriving at, at its destination, which is the yeah. main thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but and they, it's not like DoorDash provides them any insurance. Like, you know? the, fuck, this is going to take another forty minutes now. Like, what do you mean my order's canceled? I need my food. I should have just got it myself. The driver's canceled yeah, that's what, that's too. <laughs> you have to pick it up from the hospital. Got like four spinal injuries but your food's <laughs> gonna be 45 minutes late on top of what it was gonna be already that is the premise for a seinfeld episode that could happen where like george ordered pizza and the delivery guy got hit by a car and yeah. he's in the hospital and george goes to the hospital to see if the pizza's still there yeah and uh, if it was curb your enthusiasm he would go to the hospital to see the guy and the guy would say i got 10 more deliveries i gotta do can you take these over <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. And he starts delivering pizza. <laughs> it's got blood splattered all over it. He's trying to explain. I didn't put the blood there. I didn't was, kill the guy. What are you talking about? Oh, Seinfeld. Wrong voice. But I'm not, I can't really do Larry David too well. It's close enough. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so tip your delivery folks, folks. Or if just you're... completely shun them. Like yeah, if does. you're too lazy, if you're too cheap to tip your delivery person, get the food yourself then. All right. If you can't do it for the 20, 20% surcharge, get that shit yourself. I think and Domino's it, does something like that now where if you do in store pickup, they tip you $3 is the promo, which is weird. Ugh. Like, we'll give you $3 off if you come here and pick it up. We're, we'll tip you. But isn't it already like money off the, <laughs> like by doing yeah, I don't, that? I don't, I don't know. Just spend know. the extra three dollars and get a better pizza. <laughs> I did learn in our star-studded Discord that uh, season twelve of of Curb Enthusiasm is filming now. Very excited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's kind of close uh, together for him. Yeah. Well, you have to wait six years. He's worried he's about all these crypto lawsuits. He's got to make some money. Is I don't know, totally unaware of this. What's well, he was in that lawsuit? Super Bowl commercial for that crypto company remember yes the yeah. company with the guy and apparently was... there's like some class action suit against all the celebrities that endorsed fdx what didn't he's he... one oh, of them. oh but this isn't that sort of like a contractual thing like they just pay you a fee to appear in a commercial like you can get in trouble for that i assumed that it was like a publicity stunt kind of thing and it would get thrown out but anybody can get sued for anything and then yeah, you go I to understand. court and you have to prove it so right the idea is that all of these celebrities don't want to deal with having to pay legal fees to, to declare their innocence so they'd be more willing to just settle. Right. I would understand, though, like, I mean, I feel like the worst that could happen there, and I'm clearly not a lawyer, is that we just have to give his feedback, right? Like, he's not, not going to be anything 
major like he, whatever he made and he's a trillionaire so who cares you know yeah i don't know like some like i feel with some people i feel it's worse than others like yeah larry david he was just the uh he did a commercial he made a joke but like some people were fucking That's evangelists true. and spokespeople for these Ozzy Osbourne. companies and yeah. uh uh well not for he, he had his own crypto thing his own right. nfts uh, but like you know people were like oh put your savings into ftx even Congress oh, people are fucking saying this. These dipshits. Who? Yeah, that's a little. That's a little over the ball. Uh, I could find the clip. It was something on CNBC. Uh, but I want to wish Aaron a happy holiday as well. A Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a good Kwanzaa. Hi, Aaron. And uh, Dusty Rhodes Muffler says Sid is packing a baby arm. Where'd you get that, that baby arm, Sid? Did you cut off some baby's arm? Yes. Yeah, he found Levy Kletsky's arm in, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the dumpster. Just carries it around like a good luck charm. It wasn't good luck for Levy, but maybe for Sid. It was at the discount bin at the Birdas down the block, so I just picked it up. It's a conversation piece. Yeah. Listen, why waste food? <laughs> That's it's a, a conversation piece and an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. <laughs> it's tragic what happened, but, you know, why waste? Why waste? <laughs> So it was Gildebrand. Uh, oh, Chris, Tristan Gillibrand. 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 Sorry. Did you uh, think her who, name was Gilda Brand? Gilda Gillibrand. No, no. I thought that was her last name. Relax. <laughs> that was Gilda Relax. Radner's uh, 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 fashion line. The Gildebrand. <laughs> uh, let me find the clip. Here we go. Here's the clip, folks. I mean, I feel like we probably said, <laughs> I feel like I at one point told people, like, hey, get, 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 throw some money in crypto, yeah. but not your entire savings. Fidelity always will put in what you can afford. 401k manager in the country. But also, it's one um, thing to endorse crypto in general, and another to endorse this specific company, right. I think. Which did yes. she do? No, she, she just specific... said crypto in general. Oh, okay. no, that's no, not, no, no, not. For, uh, Bitcoin uh, to users or to consumers, uh, companies have to choose to allow their employees to put Bitcoin in their 401ks. Uh, the Labor Department came out and said, this is a terrible idea. What do you think? I think the Labor Department's wrong. Uh, I think it's a wonderful idea. It should be part of a diversified asset allocation. Honestly, I, I don't think I've ever seen this uh, clip. A store of value. But Obviously, if you have a fully diversified asset allocation, you have some assets that you want to produce income in the short run, you also want some assets uh, that are just a store of value. Uh, and I think that's where Bitcoin really shines. I think it's some of the hardest money the that's ever been created the in, in the world. Uh, and for Here's that reason, it belongs as a slice of a diversified asset like for retirement yeah. funds. Bitcoin really shines. No, I agree. Jesus Christ, are you serious? Honestly, now that I uh some some dipshit. Uh what they said actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. They were just like if you have a diversified portfolio, sure, put put some of it in crypto. They're not saying put I, I assume the clue was put all of your savings in crypto, which is the worst thing you no. can that is not good advice. But throw some money in there, I think that's fine. But wasn't the problem with Sam uh, uh banking fraud or whatever the name <laughs> is? Uh like wasn't he connected to politicians specifically dnc politicians and that's why this was a scandal more so that he's then he's just a like run-of-the-mill uh, fraud guy 
I thought that was the political angle of it. I, I don't no think it was it just DNC politicians. I yeah, was, I, I mean, or predominantly, everybody. predominantly. Uh, was it he on stage with? I don't. I'm not. I admit he to was on being stage like with like him and Tony Blair at like like different conferences. There was a lot of, he had a lot of, well, I think FTX just had a lot of celebrity kind of uh, endorsements and, and, and yeah. people like, so, and then it just all, it all tanked. I honestly, well, I haven't been following it too closely. I've been very peripherally following it. Well, what I understand is not just that it tanked, but that he was, he was, it was like a Madoff situation. Yes. He was misappropriating funds. Yes. Yes. Right. And over. And it, and it yeah. tanked. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, and the plus side is, you know, the downside is a lot of innocent, you know, middle class people lost money. The mm. upside is a lot of millionaires lost a million. So that's not nice. worth it. Not worth it. They have the millionaires have to lose the money and has to go to the middle class people. That's when it's a win. Fair. Which hardly ever happens. If ever. Uh, and right now, uh, Bitcoin is sitting at 16,800. So nearly half the price it was when they were like, oh, it's a great investment. It sh really shines, Rob. It really shines. That's where Bitcoin really shines in the bottom of the toilet bowl because it's porcelain. I mean, 16,000 seems like a lot. No, I don't, I don't even like dollars. I don't well, understand what any of this means. It was, or it was the high point I think was 64,000. Well, one Bitcoin, if you own one Bitcoin, it's worth $16,000 now. But it was up to sixty four thousand like a year ago, and it was skyrocketing. And it mm. just it tanked. It tanked all the way to thirty thousand at the point where they were saying it's shining, and now it's lost half of that value too. Um, this is all very confusing to me. How this, how much was it worth when it started out? Like three hundred dollars, I think it opened that, or no less no. than that. But this like, was so like sixteen thousand versus that. Yeah, but, yeah, right. but hardly that was like a decade ago. Yeah, that was oh. like a long time ago now. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody else is a sucker. That's why I never got it. I mean, it's a giant not, pyramid scheme, so that's not true. <laughs> I bought well, th th that is true, but I bought in at like eight thousand dollars. So like, and I, so I, you're I, still I, doing good too, right? You're doubled, more or less. But I didn't like sink that much money into it. But I also the problem with me is that I like when it was really stagnant and not doing anything, I used a lot of it, like because the poker sites that I play mm -hmm. on, except Bitcoin, I was like. This is a fucking shitty investment, like whatever. And I'm just, I, I sold maybe half of it that I had. Not sold it, but I used it for transactions and stuff mm -hmm. and, and sports betting and whatever. And then it, then it blew up. So I had like, I missed out on half of that uh, run, run to the top, you know? So I always regretted that. But now I've, I've been like weekly, like buying a small amount every week so that I sort of, while it's low and shitty, like to hoping that it'll go back up and just kind of averaging out what i missed out on the last time but i don't ever put in more than i can afford to lose like it's like oh, some, yeah you know not my life savings going into cryptocurrency it's handy to have when you when you play on, like online poker and stuff because you wait for a check from these motherfuckers like <laughs> to get it you'll turn into a skeleton yikes but the crypto is that like instant like when you want to cash out it's like there right away it's not instant <laughs> they when you want to cash out they have like a some dude in an office review the cash out you know, but like it once they once they approve it, it's instant. It's not like a you have to play them one on one and winner takes all kind of thing. <laughs> Do they give you that option? Ah, no. No, uh, well, you have the but, option to do but that. But the on risk the site. is also yeah. like if Bitcoin is tanking and everyone on that site is like, Hey, I want to cash out, there's a bottlenecking and mm -hmm. they might not allow you to cash out just yet. Yes. Uh, and the value 
might decrease by the time you, you switch. Well, right? when you, that is a risk. No, once they once they make a um, hold on a second. That's they're calling you right now to tell oh. you that you just lost. <laughs> that, was my, that was my alarm from last week, which for some reason needed to be one p.m. I no um, yeah, no, they no. Once you agree to a cash out, it's frozen. Like they, they pay you out at the rate, and if it goes up or down, like it doesn't, you know, it's frozen there. If you agreed upon That's that good. that cash out amount. Hmm. Uh. Another thing I want to discuss is my current favorite uh, story out there. It's, it's not the dominatrixes in Florida? No. It's about newly elected Republican congressman from Long Island, Long Guy Land, uh, George Santos. Is that his real name or did they just pick that because it sounds like George Soros? Oh, well, would that why, be a why, benefit? Yeah, like why would that be? Know. He's a Republican. Yeah, why I don't know, but it just sounds too similar to be a coincidence. So now this guy pitched himself as a gay Jew from Long Island. All the demographics that Republicans love. Yeah. Well, and, and like he's the like the idea is like he's the American dream. He like like he didn't let all of those restrictions stop him from being a successful yes. business person. The Jews you know? that famously struggle to get a foothold in media and uh, <laughs> telecommunications and politics. Uh, but I it turns out he is neither Jewish nor from Long Island, and questionable if he's gay. Oh, I didn't know George Santos isn't gay. I mean, isn't George Santos is not Jewish at all. He lied about his Jewish. He lied about having family in the Holocaust. That's how how deep his fucking lies are. Uh, But I think the best thing about him for me, or not the best, best is is not the problem. The the funniest. Most entertaining thing. Yes. Yeah. uh, Is how incredibly Photoshopped all of his photos look. Like, like he uses the app Facetune. I don't know if you guys have seen this app on phones, Facetune. Uh, but the idea is you put, you put a selfie in there and it magically, you know, tunes your face. I feel like we've talked about it on the show. Before, right. But the, the downside is sometimes it overdoes it and you just look like a, you know, glowing blob. Yeah. Well, th- th- this is a professional photo. So this is him with makeup. So this is just one photo as I load. <laughs> but like. He just looks like a doll here. Rob, you feeling some feelings? Not at all. No, he's not your type. If he no. was, if he was indeed gay, he uh, looks so um, like you know, what's the word? Like he just like manicured, I guess. It's just very yes, porcelain. He, he looks like looks he's a, a, probably a Ken doll down there. He looks, ah! a too, he looks a little too effete, as I like. Gen- genitalia freak. Um. I heard uh, they also tried when they were selling him, pitching him as gay. They photoshopped him onto a "Say Uncle" box cover. Is that true? Uh, it was the uncle that was in the Holocaust. Oh, oh, that's probably in poor taste for a porn grappling MMA video. I would but say. it'd be good for a Republican. Oh, that's love, a love, oh wait, sorry, am I am I mixing up my gay porn? The "Say Uncle" is the step uncle ones, right? Yeah. Yes. Wait. Yeah. I just hear say uncle and I think of submitting like I feel like it's it's MMA. I always mix those up. Oh, no, that's naked combat. Thank you. Just think mortal combat. But instead of for your mortality, it's naked. (laughs) It felt wrong when I was saying it. More ways than one. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. This looks uh, like a really bad yearbook photo. Yeah. 
It's a Kmart photo. They even have the clouds in the background. <laughs> I, I have seen like very, very, just a lot of his photos are just very bad. He gets like the lip injection. That one looks normal. I mean, weird looking, but I, in a way that I believe he just really looks that weird. Leave him alone. His, his parents died in the Holocaust. Bob. Come on. <laughs> they didn't. He was it's there too. That's the most fucked up part. He watched them die in the Holocaust. He had, he was, oh, the so SS he, is not, he is not, he is not gay. Uh, he like, finalized a divorce from a woman 12 days before declaring his candidacy. Because Trump. he's gay. We wouldn't stay uh, married to the woman if you were gay. Of course you'd divorce uh, her. He said his his grandparents fled the Holocaust from Ukraine. Mm. but Oh, he uh, had to stick the, Ukraine in there. Of course. But ah. the, for, the forward, a progressive Jewish magazine, uh, did a genealogy report on him mm. and found his maternal grandparents were born in Brazil. What did they do? Stick him with a mezuzah and like take his blood while he was sleeping? How did they do a DNA oh, on him? Also, yeah. he said he graduated from Baruch, Baruch. but uh, Baruch, but it's not. Yeah. Is that even a Jewish university? It just has a. No, it's it's named after like a Jewish guy. But it turns yeah. out he never even went to the school. <laughs> That's not even that fancy of a school to lie that you went there. He like, said why he, said he worked up? for for Citibank and Goldman Sachs. No one was able to verify that. I just saw he he actually uh, there was a video where he was kind of addressing these issues and he was like that all right bad news uh, good news the truth is my my family was in the holocaust uh bad news they were the guards at Auschwitz unfortunately <laughs> I kind of altered uh, the story slightly he also claimed that four of the people that worked at his firm uh, oh, yeah. died in the Pulse nightclub shooting and uh, reviewing the obituaries of, of the 49 victims that died, none of them worked at an investment firm. So <laughs> He's like Forrest which, Gump. He's just yeah. inserting himself into every tragedy. Seriously. Uh, he said um, he owned an animal rescue, and there's no such, no such history or tax These are record. such random ass lies. Like, why yeah. would you even bother making up the Pulse Night? You're running as a Republican for Congress in Long Island. Like, how does that help you anyway? Why even bother making that up? Well, Sid, to it's explain, so I'd, I'd like to recount a story from my high school days at Columbine. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it? So there's a second story here is which is that like this all came out in a i believe a well forward did the jewish expose but all the other stuff started coming out in the new york times and the question was why did the new york times wait until after the election to to post such a expose good question and uh, that's been the the question in, in media circles and and then uh there was a times reporter that uh made some snide comment about like well Maybe if people subscribe to Newsday, which is a Long Island publication, then they could have broken the story three months ago. That was the Times reporter said something like that. All right. Classic. I used to love Newsday as a kid. As a kid, you love Newsday? Explain. They had a kid's uh, supplement that was called Kids Day. Kids Day. And had so like, like a, a highlights kind of situation? Yeah, but not really because they had like puzzles and stuff that were for advanced kids. Like it was pretty, pretty solid stuff like math stuff and puzzles and games. And I was like, uh, oh, this is like not condescending to me. It's like aimed at kids, but not stupid kids. Smart you know kids. I mean? Okay. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. And then there was always a little Mike Lupica column. 
for you to read. I never liked Mike Lupica. <laughs> My mother is like a Mike Lupica acolyte. I feel like she would go follow him on tour like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> and just so tour. for the non-New Yorkers, he is a sports columnist. He's City. like he's like the archetypal like old school sports columnist, you know, with all the old opinions and but he's a very good writer but just an old man type of sports reporter. And he sort of looks like Beaker. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a little bit. He's the he's like the archetypal sports columnist in that he looks like he's never once played a sport in his life. Yeah. Yes. I agree. He's very nebbishy. <laughs> yes. I remember some... as a kid, like honestly, as a kid watching him thinking his name is Lupica, but he has to be Jewish, right? Like, there's he? no way this man is not Jewish. Did you prick him with a pin like George Santos and figure out his 23 and me information? <laughs> <laughs> Pull his pants down. He can't really do that because oh. goys, goys are circumcised now. Yeah, I'm sure Lupica's cut. <laughs> you think anyone's ever asked him that in an interview? Breaking news. Mike Lupica, that's, cut. That's the new boxers or briefs, cut or uncut. Is it that new? I feel like that's been yeah. uh, been around for a while. Cut and uncut has existed since before boxers or briefs were a thing. Rob, come on. That's a fair point. Be fair. Just everyone was uncut back then. Well, unless he fell on a rock. Well, when I was a kid, I feel like it was the first generation where every everybody was taking their kids to be circumcised at birth. And like a few, like 10 to 15 years before that, it was just the Jews. Like it was a new phenomenon in like the 70s. Like yeah, I wonder 70s. why. I think it just became mainstream. Then like doctors endorsed circumcision, uh, like as a general secular practice around that time. Whereas before it was like a, a strictly a religious practice. Maybe also just like the rise of X-rated films. People got to see aesthetically. The options that are like, actually, no, we think cut looks better. Let's just go for that. That could be accurate. Somebody should do a study. Somebody other than me. <laughs> Rob, I nominate you. Well, I would have been circumcised. My mother wanted me to be circumcised. And it was like, you know, as I've said, I was born on New Year's, really New Year's Eve, but past midnight. And uh, there was just confusion and understaffed uh, chaos at the hospital. And it was overlooked and it wasn't discovered until after it would be harmful to the, the baby would feel pain after oh. that threshold. So I was just not circumcised. But like, the, so they said we won't do it or we know it, but it'll hurt. And then it was. Oh, yeah. Hard. No. Why it wasn't done later is because yeah. it's like it would be equivalent to doing it to an adult. Like, you know, it's it's traumatic to a baby. That would feel but like. Pain. When they're was newborn, it, I think the nerve endings are not fully there yet. But I'm just saying, like, is it medically not allowed at that point, or is it still allowed, but it's just like a choice? And they say it'll hurt a lot. And yeah, I think it's want. allowed but discouraged. Okay. We really got off of George Sor Soros Santos here. <laughs> is he cut, Rob? I think we. I, I wouldn't know. Well, the Jews did. The, they did the full investigation and. Uh, yeah. No, in fact, he's not cut. Oh, yeah. Forward.com. No, <laughs> I thought it was foreskin.com. I'm sorry. You can get that on their Patreon. They released the <laughs> videos of his, uh, his peener. His very goyish peener. His, <laughs> his schmuck. His putts. <laughs> the rest they got of the their videos. of just Darren saying these synonyms. His schlong. Go. His wiener. 
There's Johnson. The Jews wouldn't say Johnson. There's Horowitz. Keep going. One-eyed one, one-eyed wonder Rebbe. <laughs> Schmechel. I don't know how I missed Schmechel. His man far. His schwanz. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> that was that? supposed to be a shofar, but then I hiccuped in the middle of it. <laughs> I just thought you were bored and just making a sound. No. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, my shofar file got corrupted. That's why. Oh I no! Yeah, I know. I gotta. Sad. I gotta find it, but it, you know, <laughs> something that's interesting is that the the wrestler, uh, formerly known as Rusev, uh, Miro. His theme song uses the same. It opens with a shofar, but it's the same clip. Oh my god! They took the same clip that we were using. Could you sue? I don't. Th- I mean, we because we stole. What it are too. we suing? Yeah, like we I didn't make. <laughs> we'll try. Maybe they'll the person that put the hard effort into blowing that fucking thing that they could probably sue. That guy died a long time ago. Who Miro? I haven't seen him on TV lately. So. Better him than Jesus, right? Oh. oh, what happened? What happened to Jesus? Nothing. Oh, good. You're just saying it would be better for Miro to die than Jesus. Yeah. Mm. You have a preference, Sid, between those yeah. two? Yeah. What's your, what's your what's your reasoning? I don't know. He just seems uh, like I, I, they both feel like kids that I grew up with, whereas Jesus I would have gotten along with and Miro would have been an asshole to me and picked on me. You think and so? I just, mm. yeah, I, I he gives me those vibes. Like he's funny now, but he's also probably a dick in real life if you know him. Mm. Just Fair my enough. guess. Did you find the uh, thing? wait? Are we talking about Miro or Mero? Sid? Miro. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the wrestler, Rena Miro. She's still Mero. alive. Well, yeah, she's married to Brock Lesnar. What? Wow. Yeah. All right. She's like 20 while. years older than him? Yes. Uh, uh, is she really? I figured they, yeah. she'd be a little older, but not 20 years old. Like 15, maybe. Really? I would not have thought. There we go. Wow. Is that not the same clip? A little bit of an effect on it, but yeah, that's the same clip. Very random. Can you hear a little Moshiach? Do you have that on your I system, do have Darren? That, yes. Oh, thank God. Craving a little Moshiach this week. You want the full song or you want the chorus? Let's do the chorus. All right. Moshiach, Moshiach, Moshiach. Ay, 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 ay. He goes up. Hold on. This is the good part coming up. Oh, really? There we go. I have the gibberish part too. You want that? Yes. Fast paced. There we go. Hachen. Rob's been to that fest. Hawking fest, yeah. It's in Tel Aviv. You know, I uh, I saw. I mean, I put this in the Discord. Uh, I was walking along King's Highway, 
and there were some Jews across the street, and they were playing the song and dancing. This song? They had, they, had, and they do this every once in a while. They just they uh, set up a table whenever it's a Jewish holiday, hand out leaflets to people that might be lapsed Jews, and they play some Jewish music. And at this time, it happened to be Mashiach playing. <laughs> I took a video, but it was like from across the street. I was in a rush. I didn't have time to divert my path to go get a close shot, but they were... They weren't dancing at that second when I took the video. Yeah. What was the dance? Can you do the dance? Yeah, just spastically remember? jerking around like rhythmless people. That was basically it. <laughs> Sad. If they immediately stopped it. And not because not I think they just sensed the camera across the street because they didn't see me. But they just stopped as soon as like, uh, as soon as they maybe they think their souls will get stolen by a camera. <laughs> I mean, in a way. People that they are. By the way, I, and I know Rob has told me this before, so I want to clarify this. When I say that, I don't mean all Jews. Like, this is a particularly right-wing... No, they're beyond orthodox. Yeah. Orthodox, like, even orthodox. These are worse than orthodox. I mean, orthodox I, orthodox yeah, I Jews are, are regular people that they're like kind of like average Midwestern Christians that are they're religious and they keep kosher, but they're integrated into society. That's orthodox yes. Jews. These are Lubavitchers. Mm. These are like far right, nuke all the Palestinians, and uh, you know, I like every, you're not a real Jew. God is going to send you to hell if you masturbate, and like they're like seriously Old Testament hardcore nuts, basically. So when I say the when I talk about the Jews, I'm talking about them. I'm not talking about like us. Or even people more religious than us. Most of them are normal, decent people. This is a far-right sect that's maybe like 1% of Jews. Probably less. I would compare them to the to the Westboro Baptist Church if we're doing a Christian analogy. They're like those people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're very strange. And I'll, I'll still, like, I'm driving around Brooklyn and I'll see they have the little signs, Messiah is coming, that they yeah. post on, like, lampposts and stuff. And it's right. the... Old Rebbe that's been dead for thirty years. They're still yeah. waiting for that guy to Rabbi come Lubavitch. back. Well, it's the even worse. Menachem Schneerson. Come on, Rob, have some respect. Yeah, that's his name. What? Menachem Schneerson. I thought it was Rabbi Lubavitch. No, Lubavitch is the sect. Yeah. Uh, oh, I see. He was oh. a Lubavitcher while alive. But that's the I funny see. thing about it is that uh, he, while he was alive, the shtick was. When he dies, the, the uh, utopia will come. Heaven on earth will come. And he will mm -hmm. transform into the, like, their story is that uh, the Jesus story in the Bible, the Christian Bible, is really the Christians misinterpreting uh, Menachem Schneerson being the Messiah. They're trying to make Jewish Jesus a thing. Yes. But they don't call him Jesus. They, they say right. Jesus was a real person, but not the Messiah. He was a false Messiah. And they put the attributes of Menachem Schneerson onto Jesus. Right. That's their story. Menachem is the guy that got my dad uh, into America. Yeah, well, I think we've mentioned that on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I just fun. here, I, just I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Menachem Schneerson. I, I put an image right. of him in the chat if you want to share that, Robert. He basically just looks like Jewish Santa Claus. That's yeah. yeah, I always saw him. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, throw him up. Throw him up, throw him up, throw him up. Handsome devil. This man brought Robert Pazabini to the United States. Did he did he ever bathe you or 
or cradle I never you met as a him. child? No? I think my dad has like a signed uh, book by him. He wrote a book. Hmm. In what language? I'm not sure. I think I think it might be translated to English. I remember seeing it as a kid, but I haven't seen it in a while. I should check back with him. I, I definitely think I met him once. I definitely walked past his procession before. Like mm. he was on a I remember I was in Crown Heights for some reason. I think I was on a date many, many years. That's ago. what's so wild is like he was uh alive during our time and he's yeah. just like this internet he was alive during our time in our neighborhood as just like any other Jewish grandpa, but he's this like holy figure that all of these uh, uh, very religious Jews yeah. hold in high regard. They literally thought when he died, the world would end, or not end, but it would be Jews would take their rightful place, you know, as the favored people, and it would be like heaven on earth. And then he died, and like nothing happened. So then they were like, okay, he's gonna come back, though. That's the thing now. He's gonna come back and establish that. That's so the still, new gimmick. They're still waiting. How long has he been dead? Since 94. Yeah. Since 94. Since 94. Since 94. <laughs> Let's get some hachen going in here. Since 94. Gal Galat Radio. 94. 94. <laughs> Rebbe's been dead 30 years. Hey, now he'll be here. Huh? Dusty asks if he's the Gandhi of Jews. I don't think so. I don't think. Because he's I the think... Gandhi of like 0.1% of Jews. I don't think he was that. Uh, well, Gandhi sort of has like a, not to get into a whole sidebar here, but he's got yeah. like a sort of a misrepresentation of being peaceful when he was. Which is sure. then a fair application yes. to Menachem, right? But if but if you're going using Gandhi as the template for you know peaceful resistance and all that, yeah. then no, because the those Jews believe in let's wipe out the Palestinians because they're preventing Israel from being a true Jewish state. Yeah, because they're so all then in who way. would be the Gandhi of Jews? Jeff Goldblum. <sighs> wow, you know that's not a bad. He's uh... <laughs> very peaceful. Yeah. Man of science. Those glasses. Those <laughs> harmless. All right, I, I'm uh, glad I, we settled that. I wish my Jeff Goldblum impression was up to snuff to be rolled out. I've practiced it. It's not It's not quite there. This would be a perfect spot to drop it in. <laughs> Dude, Rito suggests John Lovitz as the Gandhi of Jews. <laughs> it <No>. stinks. <laughs> he took a vow of celibacy, but for a different reason. Hmm. Cat Stevens, wasn't he originally Jewish? Was he? He became Muslim, though. He converted. Yeah, pretty sure. Those, wasn't his name Stephen Katz? I thought that was the whole Hold the on, whole thing see. about is he switched the name uh, to be more marketable. But. Stephen Georgiou. Oh, I guess I had a misinformation. Fake news. Not it's true. Fake news, Darren. It's fake news. That must, have, oh, that must have been like an 80s meme, because I remember thinking that as a is, kid. His father was from Cyprus. His mother was from Sweden. Oh, and not Jewish? Or, I mean, I know he's not Jewish now. He's changed his name to Yusuf Islam. Father was Greek Orthodox. Mother was a Baptist. Mm. Sorry for misleading you. It's okay. So he's definitely not the Jewish Gandhi then. <laughs> he's neither Jewish nor Gandhi. 
It'd be funny if you showed up to one of his concerts with a sign that said, you're the Jewish Gandhi. Just confuse <laughs> everyone. Like, what? There's so many odd references in that. Wow. Yeah. Not a he word. He'd have to call true. you up on stage to explain. And then you wouldn't have an explanation. And we'd just move on. Just trolling. Sorry. It's <laughs> a joke, man. God. Maybe from now on, we'll call Rob the Jewish Gandhi. That could be his nickname oh. on the show. You want to be Rob so Jewish Gandhi Paspani? Yeah. Yeah. Change your Twitter. Paspani has a good, uh, good kind of ring to it. Mahatma, uh, Mahatma Gazabini. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. Good luck spelling it, Rob. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what are some other things to do Christmas time for the Jew Christmas time for the Jew as always you could always watch our anti-Christmas special which is now probably like 15 years old oh my god I mean even yeah. even older it's probably 16, 16 years old Six. yeah, Six. it's almost legal it's crazy so that means Sid and I moved in 16 years ago look at oh, us was- now was that at the beginning of your moving in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like just as we moved moved in together, like that same month. And then we shot another Christmas movie there too. Remember the Santa one? The following year, yes. And that was it. I thought it was farther apart. I thought it was like that was right before you moved out. Because I remember when we had to do the uh, bathtub scene. Like there was a scene when Santa Claus is drunk and passes out in the bathtub, and you were arguing. The two of you were arguing. Because the bathtub was dirty, like too dirty to do the scene. And which one of you was supposed to clean it? And you started yelling at each other. <laughs> Sounds about right. And then probably Rob's dad showed up and cleaned it. <laughs> really? Did that he happen a, a few times? Wow. I did not know that part of the story. Where I'd like come home from work and the bathroom was like spotless. And I was like, whoa, Rob, you cleaned? Nope. He's like, no, my dad came over and he, he did it. I was like, what? Okay. So let me so follow up question for me. Here. Did, so did your father come over to check whether it needed cleaning and to do it, or did he come over to visit you and spontaneously decide to clean because it was so dirty? Uh, I think how it started, I don't recall exactly, but I think how it started was my parents came over once and were so like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is how you live? Really? Like they, they just started cleaning. But to be fair, like, yes, at the time, we were fucking dirty pigs. But my parents will do this regardless. This is why I do not invite them over to my current living quarters because I do not live like a dirty pig and it is still somehow not up to their high standards of of, of living. And I'm just like, you know what? I'll just come to your place then. I don't need you to be throwing shade at at my apartment. I have to say now, I will concede that the bathtub was dirty. And I will say it looked like a lived-in, like, bachelor place. But it yeah. did not seem so filthy that a parent could not step into it. I was at your house apartment many times. It did not seem that bad. It seemed like a, a bachelor pad. Yeah. Probably yeah. needed a couple of touches. They have, they have very like... high standards. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, like, I once bought my mom a refurbished computer, and she was like, oh, I can't use this. It's all broken. And I'm like, what do you mean it's broken? She's like, oh, the keyboard, whatever. And I look, I went over, and it was like, just like there was a little dirt on some of the keyboard, <laughs> you know, like oh man, you know, like when you use a keyboard and you just have to clean it, yeah, like that's all it was. He was like, oh no, Shit. this isn't used, this isn't functioning for me. She would <laughs> hate like, my relax. keyboard. If you shake it over your head, it's like a snow globe. <laughs> Same. 
Oh boy. Emma, you your mom clean thinks who the fuck she is. I clean it externally. Oh, I'm sorry, Sid. No, that's right. I was gonna say I clean it externally, but then there's like an it, it gets in the cracks and I don't I just leave get it. those get these air things. Is there a thing? I'd happily buy a thing. It's a big can of air. It kind of shoots oh. air right. Blast yourself the... in the face with it just to show how it works. Oh geez. Face yeah. blast. Do it. Rob on, doesn't do face blast, Sid. He's the top. Oh motherfucker. You gotta pay uh, for that on my only blasts. But I got a question. So doesn't the air blast knock all the fucking shit into the air on the floor? Like, doesn't that create a bigger problem? You, like it blows it out of it the does keyboard. Not, and you it, does not, it does not blow it into the air. No, you could you could aim it so it just shoots kind of like on the desk. I mean, it'll shoot a little, for, like, you know, a few inches away, but you could, it, it's a controllable thing, and you could also just shoot it into, into a garbage bag, you know? Whenever Rabbit. I think of those keyboard crumbs, I someone photoshopped like a McCormick spice container. Uh, like, you know those, like, that had mm-hmm. garlic and paprika? And they mm-hmm. made the keyboard crumbs and just put a bunch of dirty ass <laughs> keyboard crumbs into it. That's what they put on everything bagels. I thought. See, like I always think about. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't thing? eat. I, I don't eat at my. I don't really eat in my desk. Um, mm. But I smoke in my desk, and I so like when I'm cleaning my keyboard, it'll just be little like bits of of, of weed, and then like you know dust and hair. And I'm always just like, oh, I wonder how high this would get me, like this little concoction. Put it in <laughs> but I never smoked it. Yeah, if you ever ran out, though, you know, ran out, I know where to look. Resort. Put it in your volcano vape. Yeah. Just grind up your entire keyboard. Rob will never run out of it. He's, at, he's just angry that you even said that. <laughs> he's not talking to me anymore. I don't run out of weed. That's a, like a 17-year-old Rob problem. Oh. Especially but- nowadays. I could literally go two blocks down and to a storefront. Right. And, and and acquire ca- cannabis products. I thought they weren't li- t- legally allowed to sell yet. Uh, they're not arresting people. There's just stores popping up I think everywhere. Some of them are. It's just selective. It seems. Yeah, I found this one dispensary that's like the best one I, I've, I've found yet, uh, and it's literally across the street from a cop station. But they are the most responsible out of anyone I've seen. The the stores locked they actually carded me most of these places aren't even carding which i don't understand but rob what if it's like nine degrees like it is now then what you don't want to go i have a car blocks. two blocks you can <laughs> Will use the weed freeze this is the weather negative oh no i can walk two bugs? blocks i can handle it i'm i'm thick so my body can handle two blocks of cold i don't know man i'm pretty thick and uh i was freezing yesterday dude arena by the way rob is calling you out in the chat uh, so Rob will eat his boogers, but he won't smoke his keyboard weed crumbs. Well, I want to point out that is fake news. I never ate my boogers. This is this is this is something that is that that has been tried. This is a false information that has been following me my whole life. It's not true. By the way, I'd like to say next week we're debuting a new set of Rob Booger eating NFTs here on the live cast. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not eating. It's just my boogers are the NFTs. No, 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 every, no, no. Every unique shape, every piece of. No, there's one where it's like you're at a steakhouse eating boogers. There's one you're at a seafood restaurant. It's a booger tower. <laughs> Get the new Rob Booger eating NFTs. Lincoln, great president. Never ate his Bad boogers. Bad boogers. No <laughs> NFTs. Wooden teeth. FDR never had an NFT. Never ate a bugger. <laughs> Sad. Thank you, Dudorito, for sparking that. 
if FDR had eaten some of his boogers, maybe he could have walked. <laughs> Don't know. Possible. Some Rob's people never have been, suggested this. Rob's never been wheelchair bound. Maybe that's why. <laughs> got yeah. got COVID. Eat some boogers. Boom. Yeah. COVID your free. Body, your body manufactures all this anti polio uh, vaccine just out of your nose, and nobody even knew it until now. Last week we were talking about like the the rock stars who seemingly can't die, and it's the all the drug use has like immunized them. Maybe boogers do the same. Yeah, eat your boogers, kids. Rob is the Keith Richards of booger eaters. You'll live as long as Keith Richards. I never ate my boogers. Where did that come from? Did we joke about that once? I don't remember that. Reference. Rob told the story about how in what it was in junior dad. high or elementary school they Does called my them trauma boy. mean nothing to you. It definitely means something. Look at the value I, you're getting out of it. I think I internalized that because I started calling my cat booger. <laughs> just not nothing. He doesn't have book. It's just was a, I make up nonsense words sometimes. I say, hey booger, you know. And then I <laughs> and then that evolved into booger boy. <laughs> and I started calling my cat booger boy. And I I promise you, Rob, I did not mean any slight to you. I but it may I, have been it may I'm have been in my embedded in my head from having talked about it, and I just blanked it out. Thankfully, thankfully, months of therapy have allowed me to. to I'm so sorry, Rob. I genuinely feel bad about that. I told you I'm not offended. <laughs> Did you actually talk about Booger Boy in therapy? No. Oh, you, should, you, you should. Yeah. You can't hurt. You're paying. Well, I'm definitely talking thing. about it this week, folks. Are you, you comfortable still... enough to eat boogers in front of your therapist? <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so sorry. I don't remember this discussion at all. How long ago was this? This I feel like when we like over Years a decade. Ago? Like we were in like no, Noah's old old apartment. Like like in, when she lived right. the one where when Odorous came by. Like that apartment. Oh, he's yeah. you know Odorous ate boogers. Oh, by accident <laughs> and on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> he probably ate other people's boogers if they asked. This will be great for the show. <laughs> <laughs> he was so he had such a f- cool voice, like you know, the non-odorous voice. Like his real voice was mm-hmm. like a mix between gravelly and surfer dude that I've never yes. heard replicated otherwise. Dude. <laughs> it's hard to find like a surfer who chain smokes. So yeah, it's a that's... very specific circumstance to get that very true Good particular point. voice. R.I.P. A legend. A true yeah. legend. Yeah. R.I.P. and odorous. Hashtag R.I.P. a legend. Some called him the Gandhi of Jews. <laughs> he definitely was not Jewish. <laughs> oh, well, we found out that one time. I honestly have no... I didn't happen to catch his penis yeah, when, uh, when he had it out. But I was told it's dimensions and... Uh, <laughs> And, and volume and there's uh, an artist rendering configuration <laughs> i've actually seen a schwanz multiple times well when yeah. was the other time uh romantic getaway after guar played one of those outdoor festivals i went to see if he uh he he said he would do an interview in costume after they played so oh. I went to go get him, and sure enough, he was just in there 
dressing room completely naked. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's not happening. And he didn't like go to cover up or anything, right? He, was just, like, he didn't see me. Oh, just, Rob I, was just. I kind of like. I kind of like turned the corner and saw that he was naked. I'm like, all right, I'm getting out of here. I shouldn't yeah. be here. You should have yeah, jammed him with a pin and got a little blood for 23 and me to figure out if he's Jewish or not. <laughs> Rob, if you, Rob, all right. If you had, if he had seen you and he was like, want to do some stuff, like, would you have been into that or no? No. No. Just no, too much of not. a friend or he's too much. He's too, uh, too well, I don't see. Do you just think I, I wanted to suck anybody's dick off? Like, I did, why would you say that? Why would you say like, that? Like, because like, like, you asked me about like anybody, like, like you think I'm just going to like, I, for anyone. if Sid was in a, a room with a naked woman, I would have asked, would you have wanted to have sex with her too? It's you. Um, yeah. And, no. and also he's a famous man. He's like a, mm-hmm. of stature. You know, I'm curious, like we, I didn't know you were gay for a long, long time. Sure. And I want. I feel like I've always uh, confronted with things I can now finally ask you that I didn't know about your sex life. So I find it interesting. I think the audience does too. That's all. I don't think you yeah, just would just fuck any man in front of you. If if it were uh, a musician, I would find attractive, and I, I ran into them naked. Uh, yeah, why not? I'm surprised uh, but, by that. But I think at, that feel- at that point, probably not though, just because I was still very much in the closet. So I, I wasn't even like. But if he made the move, you. That would have sparked something, right? Like, not him, no. like someone you're attracted to. Oh, okay. you would have. Oh, you would have been too mm, too insecure. I don't know. Do yeah, I think I would have been too insecure. Oh, too okay. like shocked or whatever. I um, have to say, we discussed this a lot, and like my my calibration is so off. I thought Dave Brocky was like, you know, his personality might be too chaotic, but I thought physically he was an attractive guy. But I'm just I'm clearly wrong on all these issues whenever this happens. I'm not saying he was he's not attractive. I'm just saying he's not my type. Oh, fair enough. I have a type. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes Ruffler Rob, would you bang bash Booker? Now we're talking about my type. The, the, the first Booger boy. <laughs> it's a Booger man. <laughs> oh, and Dudorino said, Rob, suck it up. You're going through the Noah Who Would You Fuck Gauntlet. Yeah, are you really upset by that? Because I won't ask you that anymore if it bothers you. No, I I'm not really upset at all. Banter for the show. It just seemed like you got mad, though. I wouldn't want to really hurt your feelings. No, I'm not mad at all. I don't mind. I don't mind the question. You just got into your. I just think. Off. I just think it's funny that you think I want to. I want to fuck every man. I don't. Well, or I don't. I ask you I the answer. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't assume that's me, it. That's me assuming you're assuming. <laughs> I don't. I definitely don't do that. I think you have discerning taste. Yeah, and I think you like sex in a way that, in a different way from me and Sid, and you experience it differently. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot dudes. of, yeah. Well, not no, no, not just that, <laughs> not just that at all. It's beyond that. It's like you are very comfortable with having sex as a recreational activity, and I am not. I like emotional connection, and you don't need that. Although I'm sure you might like that in your relationship, you're comfortable having sex outside of that dynamic. I never have been. And I can't. I wish I could. I feel like I'd have a. I feel like it would uh, be an interesting experience, but it just doesn't yeah. work for me. It's a fun activity to have, without uh, uh, oh, strings attached. Yeah, it just doesn't work for me. It's not like a judgmental thing. Like I think that's worse. Yeah, to each their own. I mean, I've had uh, plenty of those where it wasn't good either, where it was just completely empty and unnecessary. So it's not always great. Fair enough, but you, but you're trying. You're putting your foot in the pond. You know what I mean? So to speak. <laughs> Well, how but do you know I, you don't like something if you don't try it? That's true. But I like, I don't, um, 
I don't know. I, I, I would say I don't need to be in love with the person, you know, like it doesn't have to be like where mm -hmm. we're on a path to get married or something like that. But I have to feel something like at least like I need to like them and hanging out with them and stuff like I need to feel somewhat close to them. Sometimes I don't even want that because then I don't like them, and then it, it's hard to get over that. It's like, oh, this person's an idiot. Yeah. It's <laughs> so I like I like to just uh, keep the if, if it's like if there's a physical attraction there. Like if I knew keep it at the physical. If I knew the person was comfortable fucking me and never having seen seeing me again, I would not want to sleep with them. And you see that as what asset. do you mean? Like if I knew going in that the person was like if. If I told the person, listen, we're just going to fuck and I don't really want to be a friend or talk to you, and they would agree to that, their agreeing to that would turn me off. You would lose well, respect. Why, why you, not respect. Yeah. Not respect. I don't think it's a judgmental thing. I don't yeah, look down on I don't, I've never done like, that, though. It's not it's for not like, me. It's just like an unspoken thing. It's right. Not I know, but it. you know the people you're looking for are comfortable with that. I'm not looking for someone that's comfortable with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just know. expressing my opinion. I'm not like yeah. looking for a like a rebuttal or something. That's I'm trying to I feel a little insecure because I'm explaining why I it seemed like you thought I was looking down on you and I would never. I don't think and I don't think you would fuck every no. guy. Not at all. I'm just curious like I you're I my friends dating habits interest me no matter what their sexual orientation. Dusty Rhodes ball for 3D is the Gandhi of sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot a lot of hunger and uh, peaceful demonstration. And I'm bald. <laughs> Don't wear glasses, though. Maybe Sid's the Gandhi of sex. Ooh, all right. I do have greeting glasses now, actually, for the first time in my life. I greeting think I or reading? <laughs> Did I? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Is that I mean, like you said you have greeting glasses? I might have said that. I agree. Just to greet people. I can't see them. When <laughs> yeah. They yeah. recognize faces. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I used that, by the way, as an excuse one time. I, I uh, so embarrassing. I, I, I saw an umpire at a field that I was he was on the next field. And I was working. He was working over there. In between games, I ran into him. And he's like, hey, Darren. And I'm like, I didn't recognize him at all. I was like, hey. And then I, he clearly saw that I didn't recognize uh. him. And he got a little offended. And then I saw him again later. And I lie. I totally straight up lied. I was like, I have aphasia. Like, sometimes I just don't recognize faces. Did you, in the interim, realize who he was? Yes. And it, okay. was, a, and it was a guy that I definitely knew, seen many times, worked with together. Absolutely should have known who he was and had no reason not to know. He didn't have a mask on or okay. anything. So I just felt so embarrassed that I had a lie. And it's not mm. someone I'm going to see every day. So I was comfortable with him believing this lie about me. Did it seem I, like he bought it? It sounds like it oh, might yeah. not be a lie, though, if, if you didn't recognize it. No, because it, right? that doesn't happen to me routinely. It happened, was like one isolated incident. But mm. uh, he totally bought it. And then he was like, he felt bad for feeling like kind of insulted. He was like, yeah, oh, God, I'm sorry. Turn the table. And, then I, nice. and I felt really shitty like because he totally bought into this now. So now I feel like anytime I see him, I'm prepared to be like, <laughs> like to just kind of pretend to not know who he is for a second. <laughs> I feel like I have to do that because then if I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" and he's gonna be like, "This guy lied to me," you know. What a multi-layered thing! You have to remember to pretend to not remember him. 
It's definitely a Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> episode. Seriously. I back myself into a corner. Yeah. I usually yeah. don't do things like that. That's something I would have done like when I was 20 to 25. Mm. Like I feel like I'm very, like nowadays, very straight up with people. But I, I just, I reacted quickly and then I couldn't reverse it. Let's talk about the RIPL Livecast music break. Every week we add some songs to a Spotify playlist that we'd like you to listen to. And uh, you can download it for free on Spotify or go to RIPLivecast.com and click the link for the playlist there. Uh, kicking off the playlist, I picked something from Darlene Love. I'm on quite a Darlene Love kick right now. Uh, All Alone on Christmas is the song. I just Aww. watched the documentary. Uh, it's okay. It's an uplifting song. Uh, I watched a documentary, 20 Feet from Stardom. Uh, it's about uh, back 20 feet or 10 feet? 20 feet. He watched the sequel. Uh, it's tw- it's called 20 Feet from Stardom. Oh, you're right. My bad. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm right. I just watched 10, a piece 10 of is shit. the prequel. <laughs> uh, and, it, uh, it's 20 of my feet, 10 of yours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's Triple right. Y. Now I understand the Triple E. <laughs> Uh, it's really, really good. It's about backup singers who try to go and, and, and create their own career. And she's one of them. And her story is absolutely insane. She worked for Phil Spector, who eventually was convicted of uh, murder, murder, right? Murder and rape. I and, don't remember uh, rape, but murder. Definitely murder. But also also a musical genius. Created some great uh, <laughs> Christmas time music. There's some good, uh, there's some bad, you know. Yeah. Like, Really, a case of separating the art from the artist because the music is fucking phenomenal. Thankfully, at least he's not like singing on it, so it's a little bit easier. There's a little bit more. He's a producer. At least he Um, had the good sense to put them out of their misery, unlike Michael Jackson, who just created trauma for all these years. (laughs) So uh, he basically recruited her, and she was the first black backup singer in music. And had a terrible contract at 19 and was like, it was like the first Billy Vanilli case. She made her sing, he made her sing these Christmas songs. And then she, you know, would be driving around and on the radio, she would hear her voice, but it's credited to the group, the crystals. And so a lot of the music by the crystals is actually her singing. Uh, she has since made up at the crystals and, and they all sing together and it's very sweet. Aww. But uh, she basically made no money with him, finally got out of her contract, signed with the main record label of the time. And this was when Phil Spector became like a huge deal. He was with the Beatles and everything. Spector bought her contract from this fucking company and God she was damn. trapped again. And she just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, this isn't worth it. I'm never going to make it under him. I'm I'm leaving the music industry. Then just left 10, 15 years later, she's cleaning houses. She's cleaning houses for some rich old white lady in uh, New York. And she hears her Christmas songs on the radio. And she's like, fuck this. I'm not meant for this. I should be a star. And then she goes to LA and she becomes a star. It's a really great story. Uh, it's, it's told better in the documentary than now. How little was she making as a musician that she was like, you know what? I'd rather just clean nothing. houses. God yeah, damn. She made nothing. God damn. Uh, he got no royalties, nothing. So it was only then she started recording, you know, she re-recorded the songs and, and now she's actually, uh, and Letterman was a big part of her career resurgence because he invited her on the show yeah. uh, to do her big Christmas song. And it became an annual tradition, which now continues on The View. On The View? Yeah, she go, every talk? year she did. Not on the talk. Oh, that's sad. They have Phil Spector. 
they just do interviews. <laughs> she goes in jail. Yeah, she goes on the talk, and Sharon Osbourne yells at her racistly. <laughs> What's racist? What? Tell me. <laughs> Your views about race in America are wrong. Just because what? I'm defending my friend Phil Spector's right to murder people. And sign you to shitty contracts and yeah. deny you money. Well, she knows about signing artists to yeah. shitty contracts, so she yeah. definitely defend that. Did she sing uh, Christmas Time for the Jews? Yep. Yes, that's her. That's how I found out about her originally, uh, was through that wonderful SNL song, which is, yeah. uh, as a song, just still it's fucking fantastic. incredible. I listen to it every year around this time. Uh, and then I got into her music. I, I'm sure I talked about her a few years ago on the show, too, because when I really dove in, it made me very happy at a moment that I felt uh, a little lonely on Christmas. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you can always talk to me. I'm sure Sid, too. Oh, I'm not lonely this year. I'm good. Yeah, now we can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you guys fuck off. I'm great. <laughs> okay. I rescind my uh, invitation. Yeah. Fuck you. But if you're feeling lonely, you guys <laughs> should call each other. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm good. <laughs> great. Wow. I'm very Actually, happy. I'm, fi- I'm set. So you I guys feel very... Like very centered and uh, happy this holiday season. Uh, yeah, so you... same. I'm actually listening to Christmas music, so I must be in a. In it's a not a contest, Rob. Let. It's uh, really a time that I get depressed. Mainly, I have seasonal affective disorder, which means when it starts getting dark, and I'm typically someone who's nocturnal, and due to playing poker a lot and other, and just also that's my body clock. So I typically don't wake up till about eleven thirty usually. And then by the time I wind up my, you know, and have some coffee and start doing things, it's like 2 p.m. when I go outside and it's like almost dusk at yeah. this time of year. So, yeah. Uh, so that it's really brings me down. But I, I, I feel like I've got my life sort of in order where I'm very happy and it's plowing me through all those negative uh, influences. So I'm, I'm very happy for you, John. Thank you. That's nice of you to say. And yeah, I feel like uh, the same thing. I feel like this is the first year where I'm not feeling the seasonal affective disorder and the reason is just i've just been going to bed like an old man at like 10 o'clock and yeah. waking up at it's at 6 30 and I, I got it i got a uh, maximum sunlight it really helps to have a dog because you just feel too guilty yeah uh, i i want honestly yeah. not that having dogs is bad it's a wonderful thing but i want i want to get to the point where i can wake up at 9 p.m organically you know like not be sort of uh, maneuvered into it even though not that I, it, it, it ends it ends up happening organically like you know it's not like i'm i don't feel forced into it yeah even even when bob goes out of town i, I still wake up around that time. she takes trips it's just yeah, always been a struggle for me i've She's never woken up i've never woken up or even when i've had to like for years and years at a time because of a job or whatever it still was always a struggle every time like it's just not the way my body is I've tried. I've consulted doctors, and they're like, "Look, some people are just nocturnal animals, and you know, it's nothing wrong with it if you can find a way to carve out a life that, you know, fits into your hourly uh, body process. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it." So, so uh, what, what was your Spotify pick, Darren? Mine. Well, it's not really a Christmas song, but it has X in the title for Christmas Xmas, and it's called X-rated movie. Oh, by the Commodores. Oh, like Commodore 64 earlier. Look yeah, that. that's I didn't even think of that. That's not <laughs> why I brought up the Commodore 64. But I don't know. They're just one of those artists where, uh, like, I feel like they're underrated, even though everyone knows them and they're hugely successful and they just have a, a bunch of hits. But they're just one of those artists where the deep cuts are better than the hits. They've got a billion albums, like seven albums in the first five years of their existence. Wow. I looked it up. 
and uh, all in the seventies, and then the eighties they started like sort. They changed some members. Lionel Richie left to have a solo career, and, but they kept on going, but not as not as prolifically. But anyway, yeah, this is a little bit of a clickbait title. It's not really about an X-rated movie. It's about a guy trying to bed down a woman, and he's like, "I want basically want to make." Let's make an X-rated movie. But I don't think he's even talking about recording it. It's just like, let's act like porn stars. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very, very funky, very 70s vibe to it. A big Thanks. fan of the Commodores. And uh, my pick, uh, <laughs> I was, another podcast I listened to turned me on to this song this week that I did not know existed, but it's about 10 years old. And it is by the raunchy... Uh, california rapper too short and it is called the hanukkah song it is a raunchy song about celebrating hanukkah and who knew that too short gave a fuck about hanukkah but he's got a song called the hanukkah song and it is really fucking weird and not good and it's just weird too short was never one of my favorite rappers he is not one of my favorite rappers but he does have my favorite rap lyric which is bitches and hoes come a dime a dozen so don't get mad when i fuck your cousin (laughs) <laughs> it's just the it's just perfect and hilarious and flawless and uh yeah and he has a hanukkah song for some reason i don't know why but he has a hanukkah song uh right. I, this actually reminded me of this uh stand-up uh bit that i just saw that i wanted to quickly play i'm not sure the comedian i just saw this on instagram but... i think it's dane cook <laughs> this is well, not then, dane cook. then it's oh, four then it's four other comedians too i know this dane guy cook. Be lit if we can start celebrating Jewish stuff. Like if we had the Shabbat in the hood, like Shabbos. You see your man Friday night, you like yo Shabbat Shalom, nigga. nigga. Ah, Shabbos, nigga. Shabbat, nigga. nigga. We had Shabbos and be lit, yo. Kidding me? That shit would be lit. Crime would drop, niggas ain't doing crime on Shabbos. Come to the hood, do be like, yo, I will shoot you in your face, but it's almost sundown. You lucky. <laughs> Go home and turn off my electronics. <laughs> the only thing I was hoping that we could get in the hood, like we could get oh, Shabbos and then maybe we could get. Oh, I've seen this guy trailer. on like Chris Gethard's uh, old YouTube show. I don't remember his name, but he is quite funny. You don't remember his name, Rob? It doesn't say I, it on there. No. Yeah. By the way, in honor of uh, Jewish Gandhi, RIP stands for Rabbinical Indian Prophet. That's good. That's what I came up with for that. Oh, it's Petey Diabru. That's right. Yeah, he's funny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Spell that last name, please. It's not easy. D E, capital A B R E U. Diabreu. No, Diabreu. Like Bobby Abreu. Like a mix of that and Petey Pablo. Yeah. Met legend. I wonder if Petey Pablo has a Hanukkah song. I'll look into that for next week. Stay tuned. All right. Well, until then, thank you for tuning in. We want to give a shout out to our top livecast fans of the week. Of course, I mentioned our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP livecast. This month, we're torturing ourselves with Jutopia, 
We do a watch along of a very bad Jewish holiday movie. And we do a watch along of what was the top of the month? The Love Guru. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Lots of suffering this month. Uh, and uh, you could get that at patreon.com slash RIP Livecast. And then next week, January 1st, we start watching this horrible but great Sharon Osbourne redeeming herself documentary about how she's not a racist on Fox Nation. And uh, whew, it's it's. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> so it's much. A lot. It's so much. We had to split it into two parts. Even getting that fucking app to work was a lot. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, it's actually three parts. There's actually a little, uh, yeah, a, a bonus section where the app kind of crashed, and we were just like recording it. Like, what do we do? What do we do? All right, we'll just throw this as a bonus <laughs> little freebie for you in the middle of the month. But you can get it all at Patreon.com/slash/RIPLiveCast. And if you want to throw us a few extra bones, ten bucks a month gets you a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. How should we do it? Do you um, want to do it as that Florida dominatrix? Do you want to do it as the Lubavitcher Rebbe? What do you think? Mm, all right, give me the music. All right, stand by. You want the Moshiach? Yes. Okay. Oi, 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 oi. I want to give a big shout out to all the top life testers. From here to Israel. Yeah. Benjamin, them are them. I am Mindy Mayer's Kip Ba. Ah, ah. All right, here we go. Genders are sure. Shasuits, it's Ramagalusha Gay Justin. Catch up, me. Laugh. Likes tacos, Lando Danks, Detroit, Corey, it's got the age. Duck Pigman, Duck Pigman, Duck Pigman. Douglas, who are you? Levinson. Hey guys, it's Josh. We love you. We love you. Happy holidays. That's all that I can sing. That's all that I'm out of words. I'm out of words. I'm out of I think he actually says your source your source. It's in the song. It's very interesting. Well, we hope that uh, you're not depressed like we're not depressed and have a great rest of the 2022. <laughs> well, Sid's a little depressed. So somewhere in between that's where we are and where Sid is. So. Uh, and, uh, and if you are depressed, seek some therapy. It's helpful. Or just reach out to one of us in the Discord. We'll fix yeah. it. Yeah. Or, or our community. Send you links to therapists. Our community will. Yeah. How about our Discord? That's true. And you can always DM us. I'm open to DMs on our Discord. No yeah. problem. Uh, to get to our Discord, you go to ripalivecast.com and you can just click the Discord button. All of our links are at ripalivecast.com, including to watch, listen, to send us feedback. We love and we kiss you, and we'll see you next week. Last one of the year. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah.